Hey y'all, singles only time. My name is Paul Farvar. I am your host on this podcast. We have no voice of reason on this podcast. We did it live with uh, uh, Laugh Factory staffer Jessica Lanay. She's a photographer, not a stand-up comedian, but she has dated comedians and she can tell you firsthand why it is or is not a good idea. Tune in to find out. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. Like I always tell you, do it. Do it. And give us a review if you haven't in the last six months. It helps a lot. It takes two seconds, uh, especially if you're on iTunes. It helps a lot. It keeps this podcast free as well as checking out our sponsors. Um, yeah, uh, last month we raised $1,000 for suicide awareness through my Better Call Paul shirts. If you want to get a shirt online, you can do that or at a show or you can just hit me up at pfarvar at gmail.com. That's P-F-A-R-A-H-V as in Victor A-R at gmail.com. Uh, this month, November, I am raising money again for Parkinson's Foundation, a cause that's near and dear to me. Uh, if you've been affected by any of the causes I've uh, raised money for, whether it was autism, uh, suicide awareness, suicide prevention, or Parkinson's, please hit me up. Uh, I choose these um, causes because I personally have been affected by them. So uh, um, I hope if you want to talk about it, you can talk about it with me. Uh, definitely have things to say about all those things and want to learn more on all those things as well. Um, I've got shows all over November 16th. I'm headlining Zanies. It, as of the time of this introduction recording, it isn't sold out yet. So please get your tickets. It's my first time headlining, uh, one of my home clubs. Um, going to do a whole bunch of stuff. If you haven't seen me in a while, uh, you might want to check it out. I don't know if I'm going to record that one or not. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it does. Um, I will be back on the road after that, um, going back to Florida to Off the Hook in Naples after Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll be doing a show at uh, Base Camp in Lyle on November 18th, so if you're in the suburbs, you can't make it to the show at Zany's. Um, I am in Chicago doing shows all over the place the week this week, and then um, headed to Dr. Grin's first week of December in Michigan. And then um, Plano, Texas, the House of Comedy, headlining there uh, one night. And then um, that night is on December 8th. And then I'm going to be opening for my good friend, featuring for Steve Simone, hilarious comedian. So check it out. Thanks for listening. Sorry for the long introduction. I know people complain. But uh, hey, them's the deals. If you want to keep this thing free, give us a review already and check out these sponsors. Hey gang, if you know me, you know I'm a caffeine junkie. I have pop, soda, Diet Coke, energy drinks with every meal. Had it since I was a kid. Can't drink plain water. Just not a fan. Um, I'd rather give up a side dish like fries at a meal than give up my pop because I need my energy. I need my caffeine. Focus Sparkling Water is sparkling water with a spark. Focus is a delicious, health-conscious, thoughtfully caffeinated sparkling water. Yes, caffeinated water. Infused with a boost of natural tea caffeine and the balance of L-theanine, you'll get the clean energy you want without the sugar, calories, or crash. It has 75 milligrams of caffeine, zero calories, zero sugar, zero sweeteners, and it's non-GMO. So, Ditch your sugary sodas or energy drinks that are overloaded with sugar and ingredients that you don't know what they are or how to even pronounce. Focus. 
sparkling water, natural caffeine derived from tea gives you the same boost as an eight ounce cup of coffee in a refreshing, thirst quenching form. Your body needs water doesn't mean that it has to be boring. Um, so check it out. They've got a wide range of flavors, including blood orange, mixed berry, cherry cola, crisp apple, root beer, grapefruit, yuzu and lime, cucumber, and my favorite, peach. You can find it online at drinkfocus.com. That's focus with a P-H, O-C-U-S dot com. Located in 4,000 grocery stores, including Publix, Kroger's, and Giant Martins. Also available at Meyer, and they will soon be in the Marianos in Chicago as soon as January, I believe. So check it out. Drink Focus. You're welcome. I want to tell you about a podcast called Behind the Bits Podcast with Scott Curtis, my friend. I've done the podcast. It's every week. Scott Curtis talks serious with comedians and folks in the comedy business about the craft. You'll learn about why they got on stage for the first time, about their writing process, as well as how to get booked and unique self-promotion tricks that worked and those that didn't. He talks about these subjects and many more every episode. Uh, Behind the Bits won the Discover Pods Award for Best Interview Style Podcast in 2020 and been heard in 28 countries. So check it out. Um, He's talked to legends who paved the way, new sensations, and everyone in between. That everyone in between, that's me. Um, check it out. Check out my episode, uh, Behind the Bits podcast. Uh, whether you're a new comedian, working comedian, or a comedian nerd, you'll find something valuable for Behind the Bits. It's all on all the apps, thebtbpc.com as well. Check it out. Scott Curtis, Behind the Bits Podcast. You're welcome. Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. We have no voice of reason on this episode, but we are recording live. I have uh, guests long in the waiting, as uh, she says herself, uh, event producer, uh, former staffer at Laugh Factory. So she sees all the comedians that we talk about, and she can give us the scoop. Uh, and she's single. Jessica Linne. Hey, Jess. What's up? So you've been, uh, you said this is three years in the making? Three long years, man. You asked me to do this podcast, and I and I, I snubbed you, I think you said. Yes, you said I had to have at least a thousand followers. <laughs> I was like, I don't even like two people. How am I going to get that far? <laughs> that sounds like something I would say. So first things first, uh, you're single. And, and you told me that recently, you're like, I'm single again. So it sounded like there was a period of time where you weren't single. Yeah. Okay, what happened? Well, here, let's start with this. How long was the relationship that, that you had last had? Uh, it was almost a year. Okay. Um, On and off or continuous? Continuous. Okay. Yeah. You know, it was like, it was a whole thing. Like, it was like a, it was a real relationship. Like, regardless of how, what I've heard the other person has said it was like a full-blown was it with a comedian yeah okay and uh how did you guys meet at the laugh factory okay Mm -hmm. and uh so that's what so what do you say regardless of what you heard what do you mean by that i've heard some things that he has said since okay us uh about the relationship yeah okay so he characterizes it differently in the real world as opposed to how you how he was with you 
Yeah. Okay. Um, even though, like, prior to us breaking up, it was, like, a full-blown thing. Like, everybody pretty much knew about it and was like, oh, my God, you guys are so cute. And, you know, we were both short, excuse me, okay. both short at the time. Well, I mean, we haven't grown since, but we... <laughs> Yeah, sometimes people grow in their twenties and thirties. Yeah, we we we're both short, and um, a friend of mine uh, said, "You guys are like the cutest little nuggets, you know." Nuggets, and that's, okay. I would call them my little nuggets. Okay, so why did it end? Let's start with that. I can only give so much of myself before I start to realize, damn, like I'm not getting anything else in return. Is it because he's like a full time comedian? No, he's not a full-time comedian. Okay. I mean, he aspired to be. Okay. But uh, he had a day job and would do stuff, you know. And around the time that we started to get serious, he was actually thinking about leaving comedy, which I thought was a good idea. But I can see that he really wanted to stay in comedy. Um, so I would just encourage his dream, you know. And we would support each other in that way, whereas I wanted to do photography, he wanted to do right comedy and I knew that was in his heart so I would support his dream did he uh when you say that he wanted to leave first of all we don't lose a lot of people in the comedy world it's hard to leave this thing it's a it's a it's our mistress so when you say he wanted to leave like you said you were trying to keep him in the game you wanted him to keep doing comedy well I didn't honestly I didn't want him to but I knew what he wanted to do so what my job as a girlfriend is not to make you feel like you shouldn't do something you know especially if it's something that you want to do is to support you it's to my job is to love you and support you in spite of like all of your flaws but the whole thing with comedy is uh you just said there's only so much you can give before you just walk away with comedy once you you know commit to it it's like making a deal with the devil like you're you're in it Mm-hmm. Or you're not. You can't just kind of like put your feet in the water and walk out. Yeah. Well, the reason why he wanted to leave comedy is because he wasn't getting booked anywhere. Oh, okay. And um, where we were, where I used to work, he one of the main things he used to say was like, you know, so and so's not booking me, and mm-hmm. I don't know why I have like I created one of the hottest shows that they have there, right. blah blah blah. And I was just like, okay, well, like I get it, but you know. I don't I don't think that you want to leave. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that you should leave. I'll support you. Even though I said in my in in my mind, especially like before I started dating him, I'm never dating another comedian. I'm yeah. never talking to another comedian. But you said another, so you've done this before. Yeah, like two other times. Okay, so why do you keep falling for this thing? You shouldn't do this. Well, well here, last- let me let me ask you this. On this show, I tell people don't date comedians. Right. Do you stand do you think that you will never date another comedian? That's all that's coming my way. Right. Are comedians. Well, because you work in an area where you're going to be surrounded by it. So it's even harder for you uh, as a staffer or, you know, as comedians, we always run into each other. And comedians shouldn't date each other, period. But dating comedians is a whole nother thing. Yeah, it is. So you've done it three times, though. Well, one, that's shame on you. <laughs> one was dating, one was just like talking to, like we just talked. Every What's the day. difference? Well, talking is one of those situations where you're really getting to know each other. Sure. You know, and then when you're when you're dating, it's that's like when you're you already gotten to know each other. You you know you like each other, but you haven't really put the stamp on. It's the not official yet. But when you're talking to someone, you're still having physical relationships with them too, right? No. Oh, okay. I so mean, you, I don't do that. You during weren't the doing talking that. stage. Okay. So you only 
dated three comedians, but you've talked to multiple comedians. No, I only I talked to one and I dated two. Okay. Talked to one, dated two. Yeah. So still shame on you because you did it twice. <laughs> what was what happened with the first one? How long did you date that guy? Well, we he didn't live here. Okay. And, you know, he would travel, you know, into town and then he it started to get like a little flaky and shaky. And I was just like, you have a girlfriend, don't you? And he was just like, yeah. Oh. And then it was like, oh, You were the no. Chicago girl. Yeah, I was the Chicago girl. I was like, ew. And then, like, <laughs> I was like, so why are you dealing with me? Well, because I can have conversations with you and I can joke with you. I can't do that with her. And I'm like, so we could have just been friends. We didn't have to date. Right. You know? And he was like, well, it's complicated. I was like, what? He was like, she's paying my rent. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, get me away from Oh, no. So he lived with her? Yeah, they actually just got married. Oh, shit. Okay. That's crazy. Okay. So you've done the, the, you've dated people that are not comedians too, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. What's the biggest difference between uh, dating a a normal person, a normal person who has a regular job, I assume, or or non-creative job, or were they also in creatives? Like, did you date, like, a stockbroker or ever, or, like, a nine-to-five person? Yeah, I've dated okay. nine-to-five people before, because so, I used to work in the nine-to-five world. Sure. So, yeah. so what, what's the biggest difference between, like, uh, other than, obviously, schedule? Like, what are the things that you notice with the two comedians you dated where you're like, okay, this sucks? <laughs> what I've dated, what I've noticed. Uh, for you, what's the biggest? For me? Is there a common... Is there a common thing between the two? Well, obviously, one was different because he had a girlfriend, so that's fucked up. But like the other, a whole living wife girlfriend situation. Now married, right? Ugh. Ugh, just imagine. Oh my god, <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, that's how the world works. That's how comedians work. That's how everyone works. And <laughs> in defense of comedians, I think everybody has that. The thing with comedians, if they're traveling a lot, they just have more opportunities to do that. I think. Yeah, um, I think the difference between a regular man and a comedian is, you know, regular men think they're funny and they oh. think they're good people, whereas comedians kind of like they are actually funny right but they're not good people <laughs> that's pr- that's pretty accurate you we're not going to lose a lot of other people to it, it kind of sucks once you stop dating a comedian go back to the real world because mm-hmm. there's guys that are constantly trying to be funny and they're not usually as funny as us yeah um one of the things that it's like the perks too um for example dating a guy well i went out on a date with a with a comedian um we didn't end up dating. We just went out on one date. And just like the the back doors that opened, like, you know, the fawning that people did over this person. Oh. I was just like, the fuck? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> it's just like, it's like the nightlife is completely different than the daytime. Yeah, we get we get special treatment sometimes, yeah. especially if you're a bigger comedian. That, mm-hmm. That's true. Um, okay, so now you know you won't do it again or you think you might accidentally fall into another comedian? I don't I don't think I would date another comedian that like I know here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what's going to what the future is going to hold. Also oh, one in like Alabama or Tallahassee, well, Florida. Well, I'm thinking about New York or LA. Okay. <laughs> so if you do, you're just going to move up to the to the bigger city comedians. I mean, where is big city comedians here? I know. I just went bigger than bigger. LA and New York are the next best thing. Well, maybe. Chicago. I don't know. One thing So I, you didn't learn your lesson. Well, I mean, it depends on the person too. I mean, just dating Dating comedians is just like dating like anyone, honestly. 
if you really, really think about it, mm-hmm. like it's just like, okay, so I've dated a few comedians and they were trash, but most men are trash. Okay. So. What, what, why are they all trash? What was the non-comedians that were, that were trash? What did they do that made them trash? Lies, <laughs> deception, <laughs> cheating. Uh, Where are you meeting these guys, by the way? The other people? Are you going online? Or are you just meeting people in real life? Guys don't talk to me online. Why? I have no idea. What what apps are you have you used? I've used them all. Okay. Are you still using them or not really? I just recently got um accepted into the league. Oh, nice. And I was just like, let me just see what's going on. And <laughs> within my first five like guys that I met, they were guys that I have like either dissed in the past or had dated in the past. I was like, no, like because I know you're really? trash. Yes. That's really weird because the league goes everywhere. Mm-mm. Hmm. Well, you know, I've lived maybe, in multiple places. No, I know, but maybe you, maybe, uh, what are your age demographics or distance demographics that you put in there? Well, I live in a pretty uh, good area, so it's like, well, maybe like 10 miles. Okay. And Chicago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely. And then, and this is for any app, uh, maybe, uh, well, back in the day when I was really heavy on it, it was 35. But now that I'm 34, my cutoff is maybe 45. Okay. That's fair. Good yeah. number. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the guys, what, are, what is it that, if you look at all the dudes that you've gone out with, is there a common, like they all look the same? Are they all, are there, do you have a type? Whether it's looks or just like uh, style of clothing or fucking just personalities? Well, for some reason... Well, short dudes. <laughs> no, normally, normally I date people over six feet tall. Like, okay. that's just my thing. But recently that changed when you dated Kevin Hart. That's different. Well, actually, he probably was Kevin Hart's size. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Mini Kevin Hart. Okay. Bald. Um, you date bald dudes? I just date good looking dudes. Okay. It doesn't matter. Well, what's good looking to you? Well, to me, like tall, dark-skinned Jamaican or African men are like okay. really my go-to. But just like anybody who is really like just well-kept. So it really doesn't matter. A nice smile. Um, uh, just nice hair. You know, it doesn't. I, that's a good one. Could, I like nice hair. You know, hair. just like it just has to make sense. It has to look good. Do you, have you dated uh, non-black men? Yes, I have. Okay. I was I was actually I was with a I was with a Creole and Persian guy for like Persian? Yeah. Oh nice. Yeah, his I told you his name before you said that sounds made up. I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> like his father is like a well known Persian oh, really? businessman here. He owns like a good number of property in okay. Wicker Park. Like I was with him for a long time. We were talking marriage hmm. long time. So what happened there? I just real I, I told him I was just like, I love you but I don't love you as much as you love me. And I want to see you happy. Like we were at a point where we were just, we were mainly just friends instead of being lovers and friends. Like I didn't want him to touch me. That's, that's. You weren't attracted to him? No, I was extremely attracted to him in the beginning, but then it got to the point where it was just like, we had so many issues and then we would work out our issues. We went through couples therapy, all that stuff. How long were you dating? We were together like what? Mm, like five, six years. Did you live together? No. Okay. No, we didn't live together. Uh, but one of the things that like, it was like his inability to grow up. Plus I was, uh, I was a little bit older than him. I was older than him by like four years. Okay. So like, 
he was kind of like, it just, it was like always like really goofy and like really, like it was just not, where he was was not where I wanted him to be. And then I was like, you know, I would just mention stuff or I would like do stuff or I would try to like expose him to things and he just wouldn't take to it at all. And it was just always like family guy, adult swim, video games. And I was just That's like, what he watched and did? Yes. Okay. But he was How part old was of he when you guys dated. How old are you, I guess? How long ago was this? I was twenty four and Oh, that's your fucking baby. Yeah, but we And we, he's four years younger than you. Twenty to your brain's not even fully fucking evolved until you're twenty two. We dated for a really long time though. I know, but if you but dated we, him when you were twenty, he was twenty when you dated? No, he had just turned twenty one and okay. I was like yeah, so I was like twenty four maybe going into right. twenty five. And then we dated for a really long time. And then your that brain. was an off and on relationship. Yeah, that, your brain's not formed yet. That it's doesn't not, count as a relationship. But you to have me. to re- remember, there are a lot of people, especially a lot of girls I went to high school with, that are straight up like they've been married for yeah, years. That's what, and yeah. they're, they married right out of high school. Right. But that's what you do in like small towns like Wichita and fucking Arkansas and stuff like that. Well, I just fucking pissed off 80% of our listeners. <laughs> no, but nothing. it's true. I get it, but those those relationships, if if you in a, in a town like Chicago mm-hmm. or a bigger city, you typically don't see people getting married till they're older because they're still working on themselves, their personal growth, their careers, whatever it is, uh, and your brain's not fucking formed yet. That's yeah. my opinion. Uh, we're definitely not the same people that we were when we were in our twenties. So. Sure not. Sure not. Hey, all you guys know that I used to be a lawyer, still am, but you know, kind of just in the back round, if you will. But my friend, Scott Shapiro, he is a full-time lawyer. You guys maybe have injured on the job, need compensation, or you're just injured somewhere and you don't know what to do. You're entitled to way more money than you think you are sometimes. Not always, but most of the time. And my friend, attorney Scott Shapiro, has been helping people for over 20 years in this regard. If you've been injured, give him a call. 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. He's a full-service law firm. So in addition to doing workers' comp cases, PI cases, he also handles all legal needs, including entertainment law. That's right. He's an entertainment lawyer. He's worked on a lot of musicians' cases, a lot of contracts, negotiations, and reviews of contracts for your needs, whether you're a comedian, musician, all that good stuff. All his consultations are free of charge initially. So don't take a chance and wait. Call him, 312-648-8800, or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. Call him today. Tell him I sent you. You will not regret it. So, okay, so you typically date uh, Jamaican tall-looking dudes, <laughs> Persian dudes, make the cut, but we're a little darker. What about like a pure like uh, white guy? You, are you attracted to white guys with blonde hair? Yeah, I'm attracted to white guys with blonde hair. When I was in L.A., I dated a guy. Um, <laughs> I actually dated two guys. I dated one guy that uh, was like fresh off the plane from Sweden, like straight up, okay. tall, beautiful, like I did like this cocktail waitressing thing at a fashion show and he was a model there. Oh, and, wow. like we went like behind this curtain and just like made out. And then like we dated for like 
I want to say like a few months. It was fun, you know? And then this one other guy, he was a cameraman. And our first date was actually to a funeral. What? What do you mean? Like, He's like, I got to videotape this funeral. You want to come with me as a plus one? No. Okay. So the guy. Okay. So. Explain that why your first date was a funeral. Because it's you were the, both invited to this funeral. He was invited. to. This so funeral. you were his plus one at a fucking funeral. Yes. And he thought that was a good idea. So, you know, the guy, what was his name? I, I can't famous think of, funeral. Oh, it was okay. a pretty well-known funeral. Okay. Um, it, uh, okay, so you remember the guy, he passed away around the time that I, I met, um, his name was... Not the, not your friend, not the person you dated, but the, who, you can say I was gonna, died. I was going to say the guy that I met, I mean, that I dated, but uh-huh. no, I'm not going to say his name. But anyway... Um, who was the person that died? Okay, so you remember the trailer guy, he's in the world. That guy? In the world? What? Like, you know, they would do like, he would do like the voice over oh, okay. like, in the world, blah, 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 blah. Right, right. That guy died. Okay. And... The guy that I was dating took me to the funeral. Okay. Like our first date was to like, like impress you. Like I know the no, narr- like I know he, the narrator. No, they they were like really really <laughs> oh, okay. close friends, and he didn't want to be alone. And so like he would come over to my place like around the time that that guy died, and like cry and oh. you know like you know so, you know we would we were talking like you know getting to know each other, and then like we were supposed to go out on a date around that time, and so instead of like. Being like after the funeral or a day afterwards, he was just like, "Can you take me? I mean, can you come with me to the funeral?" And right. I, I went. Okay. I saw a lot of people. Sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that didn't work out. That's it didn't so work weird. out because he was he was so much older than me. Oh. He was from Scotland. Um, Sean he, Connery? No. Oh God, no. <laughs> he just died. He was ninety. <laughs> no, he was from Scotland. He was from Paisley. I want to say. I don't know. Okay, so you t- you date all types of guys. It sounds like as long as they're physically attractive, that's the first thing that gets you to them, which is pretty normal for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, when you worked at the comedy club, would you see were you getting hit on constantly by uh, comedians? Yeah. Okay. And what was the what was it the what was it that made the two or three guys that were able to go on a date with you or talk to you? What what differentiated them from the other guys that hit on you they were persistent okay so like, persistence is key yeah okay what doesn't there isn't there like a risk were there other guys that were persistent but just weren't attractive <laughs> were the, you like fuck that the last guy i did oh. <laughs> oh so even if he wasn't attractive you still fucking you just feel persistence overcomes looks well it's like or is it confidence what well i just i noticed that like i started to miss him like I'm, mm. I started to miss the flirting and like, even though he, you know, all that stuff, like I, I was just like, I just missed his energy. Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't like I wasn't attracted to him. He was, he was cute, but he just wasn't my norm. You know, he wasn't tall. Cause he wasn't tall and pretty much. And he didn't have good hair. He didn't have any. Hair. Right. You said he was bald. I don't know who this is, but I don't, I don't think I need to know. Let, no, let me ask irrelevant. you. Yeah. Let me ask you this. We have a lot of comedians that come through town that are like a bigger names and stuff. Have you had any flings with like a, a bigger comedian that, that's taking you home or was able to talk to you? Mm-hmm. Okay. And what's the difference between those bigger name comedians other than the ones that were like married and live with their fucking girlfriends? They think that their name is all it takes to like kind of. Yeah. I'm like. Right. No. 
but there's some that are really attractive too well some that i the one that i actually did go out on a date with i really did find him attractive prior to you know he did a lot of work on himself like recently and i was just like oh you know like i thought that he was cute before Mm -hmm. and now i thought i think he's even cuter now do you guys still talk every once in a while yeah not all the time but like you know like He'll message me or I'll message him or something like that and just like kind of check in on each other. Or like he, um, last time I checked, he had like a show in LA and was like, Hey, you out here in LA? I was like, No, I'm not. <laughs> no. Well, what about, uh, what about the other guys that, what are the things that you see with us comedians that come there and you're just like, uh, where they do try to hit on you? And does it ever get to a point where you're just like, I mean, cause, that's the stereotype back in the day, not now because people are more woke and unaware, but like back in the day, comedians were just known to just hook up with all the staff at the clubs. That was just the norm. That was what, and actually a lot of people that are comedians dated uh, or are married to, you know, former cocktail waitresses or whatever. Mm -hmm. Does that, does it get to the point? Like, obviously it's not as bad as it used to be, but it is, there is a lot of that, right? Still. Mm -hmm. And you had to deal with that. Yeah, I had to deal with it. Um, but how do you differentiate? How did the guys, other than persistence, was there anything else that were like, okay, I'll give this guy a shot? I mean, you're giving, a, you're telling people be persistent, but then you also don't want creeps to keep bugging you, right? My initial thing is like, if I say no, then it's no. But it's like, for example, one guy, <laughs> one guy. Uh, he just kept messaging me and every time he messaged me I smiled because I always thought he was cute but I never I never Mm -hmm. talked to him like that you know and for some reason he just kept messaging me and messaging me and I was just like he's so fucking cute like he's not really that into me but um I don't know it just kind of just turned into like this little playful get close to the mic oh sorry (laughs) it turned into like this little playful um banter between us and then finally we were in the same city and we went out we went out we had like a a chicago hood date like we just walked around and i don't want to say called the chicago hood date yeah we walked around on cottage grove and you know it was really cute we had um we went to like some chicken shag had chicken or whatever okay i thought it was really cute it was like it kind of like made me see another side of them um so how did that end that ended the date ended or did you guys hook up then and then it ended or no what? we didn't hook up we, okay. we we didn't hook up we didn't have sex um hmm, how did it end it ended abruptly i think it ended because he started to catch feelings for someone else i feel mm. like i was like maybe like a placeholder for someone that's honestly what i felt like you know because i kind of felt tossed. That? I told him, I told him straight up. I was like, I feel like I was tossed to the side. And I don't like that. And what did he say? And he, he gave me some other explanation that really does make sense. If, if you know who it is, then it makes sense. But you know, I'm not going to go too sure. deep into that. But I was just like, you know, honestly, at that time I was dating two different guys. I was, I was, I was not dating. I was talking to two different guys. I was talking to him. I was talking to somebody else, but I really liked him the comedian but you know overall like the the guy that i ended up dating for a minute was um a better option anyway he was a little bit more stable 
And what did that guy do? Regular job? He was an engineer. Actually, that, that was another thing I wanted to let you know. They all seem to be engineers. They either all seem to be entrepreneurs or engineers, the regular guys that I date. Really? Yes. That is weird. Yeah. Well, entrepreneur can mean anything. Well, I mean. Real entrepreneurs are like. No, real entrepreneurs. Okay. Like, you know, like millionaires. Oh, that's good. I, I've never dated a broke man in my life. <laughs> Except the comedians. Except the comedians. But the last guy that I dated was not a broke comedian. A- he had a day he, job. He was an engineer. Uh, let me ask you this: Do you have? Do you want to get married and have kids? No. Neither. I see myself adopting, but I don't see myself having uh, children with anybody because I don't. I don't know how to put this any other way except for like bluntly. I've never met anybody that I want to see for the rest of my life. So do you believe in uh, monogamy? Do you want to have a monogamous relationship with someone forever? Or you think that it's not really a thing? I feel like, yeah, I, I probably could do that. But like, I don't, I don't want to live in the house with somebody else. Have you ever lived with somebody else? I've had they, roommates, but no, I've never I mean, lived with anybody that was dating. No. Right. Okay. Neither have I. Let me ask you this. Do you, do you think that, uh, do you think that wait, wait? What's the longest relationship you had? Was it the the Persian dude, the four year thing, when you were a kid or when he was a kid? Yeah, that was that was probably like the longest okay. relationship. Yeah. Have you gone over a year with anyone? Is in your thirties? Yeah. In my thirties, no. Okay. Because normally, once I see some bullshit, I'm you're out. Yeah. What's what are some bullshit that we haven't covered? Like catching feelings for other people, you said, or, or just like being persistent and being like you know like. Cons- cons- because persistence and consistency is key, especially like if you're going to if you're going to do the same things to land me, do the same things after you land me, like all that stuff. But once that slows down, it's just like you're out. No. Yeah. That's also common, though. That's like a thing that uh, the level of interest when you're same with you, it sounds like you, you lose interest after a while with someone and they probably do, too, whether they uh, explicitly say it or just the way they treat you. You know, whether they start paying more attention to video games or whatever the fuck it is, it just kind of dies out and it's time to move on. But I think the difference between me and other people is I know how to express myself like, hey, you're not doing something and I need you to do that. And it's not just for me. I feel like it's for us. Like you're comfortable. I'm not comfortable. And that's another thing. Once I start to feel uncomfortable or I start to be feel self-conscious about myself in a relationship. I'm gone. I'm gone. Well, that's it's typically women are more mature than men when it comes to having discussions about a relationship. Yeah. I mean, it took me a long time to feel good and to feel beautiful. And the last thing that I want is for somebody to make me feel insecure. I've seen that in my family and I don't want that in my life. When you say it took you a long time, what about were you when you were younger, you didn't feel comfortable like in high school and stuff? I was a I was a nerd. I was a tomboy. Really? Yeah, I had big thick glasses, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So when did you start realizing that you were attractive? When I started working at Laugh Factory. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So that's, the, but I mean, you and dated, I was already in my thirties. I know, but you already <laughs> you had a, you were dating when you when you were dating the guy for four years that was younger than you, the the Creole Persian guy. You didn't feel comfortable. You didn't think you were attractive then. Not. Were I mean, you, I thought I was like you, maybe cute, but like 
as far as like taking care of myself or like actually sitting there believing that I was beautiful. No, that didn't happen. Were you beautiful? Like now do you go back and look at yourself like I was? Yeah, I think I was not. cute. Like I could have did my hair different. Okay. You well, know? Why? What was wrong with your hair in your 20s? Man, I had my hair. My hair was relaxed and so it was fried. And it was like, it was just not. I look at pictures of myself from the past and I'm like, child like nobody told me to deep condition like nobody told me to do anything to my hair it was just what's relax what do you mean by relax you know when when black women put the relaxer in their hair like that creamy the creamy crack when they straighten their hair i permanently straightened my hair for what every month since i was five years old is that a long doesn't take a long time to to relax it Mm, no because what i used to do i used to my mom used to be a hairstylist, so okay. I used to ask my mom to do it. And, like, as soon as I would feel, like, my little nappy hair is growing in, I'm like, Mom, no, no, no. And, like, even she didn't say, girl, please, please don't do this. Don't. And she's an expert. She was, but she used to tell me, like, yo, like, you, you know, maybe you should clip your ends. And I was like, no, <laughs> I like them like this. But um, once, I, once I started to, like, kind of do, like, this spiritual journey of, like, looking inward – and I was just like, everything is like kind of tied into my hair. And also I had relaxed my hair and burnt the fuck out of my hair. Like it was jet. Like my scalp was so sensitive. I told my mom, I never want to do this again. And I went ahead. I cut off all my, my hair and I had like, you know, a little mini afro until it grew into a huge afro. This is in your 20s? This was in my, my uh, mid-20s to late 20s. I was Yeah, I was still dating uh, the Persian at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to call him the Persian. Half Persian. Half Persian. Yeah. yeah. He can't he doesn't get credit as a full Persian. I don't know. You about said that. you said you did a <laughs> spiritual inward journey. What caused that? What made you do that? What made you realize that you got you had to like change your shit? Um, a lot of things were going wrong, like unnecessary things were going wrong. And it was like I started to see like I was the root of a lot of the problems. And, you know, even the arguments that would start with the Persian. I was just like half Persian. I would be like, um, I'm kind of the cause of all of this, you right. know? And I would, there would even be some times where I would like kind of take my frustration out and he would sit me down and be like, Jess, like, no. But you are, you're pretty, uh, you're intimidating too to guys too, right? I mean, you're yeah. pretty, you're pretty much say how you feel right away. And that's, there's yeah. got to be people that are able, are, are comfortable and also comfortable with themselves to be able to hear the truth. Like, yeah, a I bitch mean, boy won't take that shit. They won't. Or they and will take it. It's a then, lot of bitches out here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of bitches out there, especially in comedy. No, There's I a lot of bitches. And, and, but that was the thing. That was the, the thing that I liked so much about the Persian is that, like, I could, you half know, Persian. half Persian, that I can tell him things. I feel like at that time we were kind of growing together. Like maybe I was a little bit older, but maybe I was like on the same maturity level as him. And then I went out, I moved back to LA um, after our relationship ended. Actually, no, I dated a Jamaican for almost two years and that was tragic. And then um, I moved out to LA. Actually, no, at, during that time, I lost a lot of friends. Because I lost a lot of friends because they were still on the thing of drinking and drugging and partying and just being mean and nasty. And I would question it, you know, coming from like a new point of view, I would question it. They'd be like, you know, they would call me like, you know, a Sandy diaper or something like that. Sandy diaper. Yeah. And that's not fun. 
Oh. A sandy diaper is not fun. I never heard of that saying. Or, you know, or, you know, a wet blanket. I've heard of that. Wet socks, if you will. I hate wet socks. See, um, everybody hates those things. Yeah, I've never heard of sandy diaper, though. Well, let me, so what you said the two-year with the Jamaican, why was that tragic? He was somebody from college okay. who I had a crush on. Like, oh, my God. I was in love with Was he with Jamaican, Jamaican with an he, accent and everything? Or he was just he, he was born in Kingston, raised in Evanston. Okay. Yeah, and I knew him from college. He was a wrestler. And he was, I didn't think that he was into me. Because when I say that man was gorgeous, that man was gorgeous. But his girlfriend at the time, this is in, in college. His girlfriend at the time lived next door. I used to hear them going at it all the time. Um. You know, I just put on my headphones and be like, okay, they're not fucking next door to me. But um, would, you t- would you time it to see how long it could last? You're like, oh, it's not bad, buddy. No, I was not that <laughs> much of a perv. Plus, I was doing my own thing. Actually, at that time, I was dating a Jewish dude. That's so funny. Well, let me go go I'm back. I'm so sorry. I just I just remembered that. What's that? I was. You were dating a dude while the other guy was slamming his girlfriend next door. No, well, yeah, but anyway, he. Whenever the Jamaican would come to uh, the dorm, he would always knock on my door. Hey, what's up, Jess? And then, like, sometimes we would go to the same parties and stuff like that. um, It was this one guy named Dre. We used to have him Jamaican Dre because it was multiple Dre's throughout the school. Sure. So Jamaican Dre used to host, like, the best parties. And the Jamaican, my Jamaican, was always there. Well, he wasn't your Jamaican yet. He wasn't my Jamaican yet. We made out, even though I knew he had a girlfriend. But then that that was just it. Fast forward some years, and he he was living in Paris, and then he he came back uh, to Chicago, and was just like, "Hey, I'm I'm back here for a minute. I want to see you." And it's funny because at the time I was actually dating an African. You got so many fucking <laughs> circles here. At the time I was dating a Jamaican, I was dating this African. I'm so sorry, but. I immediately dropped the African and started dating this Jamaican. And it was tragic because I think he knew I had a huge crush on him. I think that's what it was. And he just, he got away with everything. Took advantage of it, right. Have you talked to the half Persian lately? You guys in touch? He's engaged now. Oh, I was hoping you guys would reconnect now and see if what he's like as an adult. No, I sent him a congratulations on Instagram. And what does this girl look like? She don't look like me. Okay. <laughs> Jess, we're out of time, mm. but I think people will have to go back and listen to the, all the crosses and puzzles here. I tried to create a timeline here, but I can't catch it all. Um, but I think you know. I think you know what you want. You'll find it. Uh, I can't give you any advice, unfortunately, because I'm not the voice of reason here. But stay away from comedians. I think that's all I can tell everybody here, especially. Uh, now that you're not going to see him as much, you should. You have no reason not to go out with the normal. Go out with other creative people. Like they're more less broken. I'm actually not going to date anybody for a really long time. Yeah, that's a good idea. In the winter, it's hard. You can be a sex camel. <laughs> that's what I call it. Where can people find out more about you and the events you produce and stuff like that? And what do you got going on? Well, they can follow. They can follow me on um, at Jessica Lene on uh, Instagram. Okay. Um, they can also follow me on J Lene photography um is j dot l-e-n-a-i photography that's also on instagram i post uh wherever i'll be i take pictures all over the place i do burlesque dancers uh mostly now 
they've been hiring me a lot and then um yeah you can also follow me um follow chronic laughs to see when our next show is going to be it's a, a monthly show you got yeah monthly and then we're gonna in um starting in january we're gonna do it twice a month so nice. it's always gonna be like every other tuesday tuesdays and where is that at it's at collab in bronzeville nice i like yeah. that place well, Jessica, thank you for uh, doing the podcast. Sorry it took so long to get you on here, but it sounds like we were good to wait because there's so many different uh, uh, tangled <laughs> fucking lines that we had to get done so you can make it here. Um, thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Message me if you have any questions, concerns, or if you want me to untangle all the Jessica uh, dudes here. I think it starts with the funeral. I'm still